Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. A little bit of uh, uh, news on our front. Apparently, Monday's episode of News Beef didn't make it to Apple Podcasts like at first. So I had to email them. And then they got it up yesterday. So if you've been wondering, hey, where's the news beef from Monday? It's there now. Also, this weekend, we've got Slammiversary Saturday. Money in the Bank on Sunday. We'll be doing live reactions to Slammiversary on Twitch. And then we'll be doing Money in the Bank on YouTube as usual. And then our recap of Money in the Bank is going to be on Twitch. Um, Correct. So uh, that should be a lot of fun this weekend. Tomorrow night, obviously, we've got our... Uh, uh, Impact co-stream tonight. We're going to be reviewing Fighter Fest night one, night one. of AW. Uh, so that should be fun. We're going to talk about NXT, the episode from last night, in a bit. But first, there do seem to be some changes happening to the NXT roster. What's going on, Larson? So, uh, of course, Mandy Rose made a surprising appearance on NXT last night. I thought it was completely unexpected in, in, in my estimation. Right. I mean, she's involved in the story on main roster. Yeah, right. Uh, but according to PW Insider, it sounds like she's not just making a special appearance on NXT. She's now a full-time member of the roster uh, yet again. And they continue with that quote, she is no longer an active member of the Raw roster. Hmm. So Russell votes added. That quote, while I'm not sure why, source says it seems like a trade went down between rosters. Raw trades Mandy Rose to NXT for Aaliyah. Mm. And then Fightful Select. Go subscribe to Fightful Select, by the way. They are great. Mm-hmm. Notes that Aaliyah's call happened because she apparently made a good impression on officials during one of their scouting trips. That's cool. She had a really fitting send-off. I didn't realize yeah. it was going to be a send-off until you know this morning when I saw this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the crowd, you know, they gave her her due. She's been there forever Mm -hmm. and that's really cool that she made a good impression. You know, we had heard that, uh, a lot of the big wigs, including potentially possibly Vince McMahon was going to go to the performance center and do some scouting, uh, Mm -hmm. because they don't realize that NXT is on TV at this point. And, uh, apparently they saw, uh, they liked what they saw with Aaliyah 
And uh, after all those years and all that work, she's uh, headed to the main roster. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for her. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is that is good for her. Yeah, she's been she's been in NXT for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's good to see that her hard work's finally paying off and getting a call up. And then we saw uh, Mandy Rose last night, just sort of doing a bit of milling about, lingering a bit. She showed up during the Saray, uh, uh Gigi Dolan match. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just lingered for a second before Saray literally, not figuratively, literally took Gigi Dolan's head off with that drop kick against the Rooms. My <laughs> God, that is a thing of beauty. Um, and then later on, we saw her backstage, and she had a, a smart quip for Frankie Monet, and who mm-hmm. is now taken over apparently the Robert Stone brand. It's Seemingly. probably the Frankie Monet brand. Apparently, seems that seems to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about. The big main event match last night, given that Karrion Cross had shown up on the main roster show main event, uh, it regardless Not to be confused with the actually main the actual main event of a main roster show. Correct, and uh, you know his showing there uh, in terms of what his strengths are, which is presentation, sort of was was missing. Still, we figure okay. He's probably going to head in the main roster. There's a potential that this was going to be a title switch last night. Uh-uh. Didn't happen. Uh, match itself was fine because Johnny Gargano's in it, and he can have a good match with anybody or anything. Um, but this seemed to be more designed to set up Karrion Cross versus what has to be a cleared Samoa Joe, right? Yeah, and not this primarily done to set up that story entirely done to set up that story <laughs> exclusively like from yes. the opening bell just how the match was set up i'm like oh yeah gargano's not winning this yeah 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 they started like moments before like the 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 hour of course we know yeah. there's an overrun but it's like nothing about this match, yeah nothing yeah. about the build to this in the episode felt like big fight it was all about samoa joe going around and you know giving the exerting the, the, his authority yeah as you know, not only enforcer of NXT, but special guest ref for this particular bout, going to each of the competitors and saying, hey, just, you know, two things you need to be aware of. Protect yourself and and follow my commands. Mm-hmm. He goes to Cross first, and Cross ignores him. It's tense. They have a bit of a stare down. They get each other's face after uh, uh, Cross is back uh, warming up, training for his match, punching a heavy bag. Joe talks to him, Cross ignoring him. So Joe kicks the heavy bag, yeah, right in each other's face. Whereas he goes to Gargano's uh, locker room, and John, John is all, "Hey, yeah, well, cool, man, hey, this, cool. All you gotta do is count to three. I'll take care of the rest. I'm going out there by myself. Nothing to worry about." Yeah, he, they try to recruit him into the way. Oh, you want a shirt? They try to do the shirt recruitment. Yeah, and uh, and Joe was like kind of over it immediately, and then he ran into Pete Dunn, who shrugged. Um, so yeah, I mean everybody. Has Samoa Adam Cole had Samoa Joe's name in his promo, uh, so they're setting up all this stuff. Is it possible that I'm not going to say the release was a work, but the idea that he might not have been cleared as for why he wasn't wrestling on Raw, and then he gets released because maybe they didn't want to pay him main roster money to commentate. It's pure speculation on my part. And then he comes back to NXT. 
where what am I missing here? Like he, he like at some point along the way, if he was going to get cleared, wouldn't they have just kept him on Raw or something? I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there was maybe on Smack. Oh, sorry, on NXT, there's a comfort level with. You know, I don't. I don't know what the clearance process is like. Yeah, right. There's yeah. Degrees of clearance right, or levels, whatever. Yeah. But if it was a situation where, on main roster, he was cleared. But even with that, given the road schedule, maybe they or Joe, whomever, I don't know, speculation, weren't comfortable with the idea of like, yeah, I'm cleared, but because like Daniel Bryan, when he came back, he wasn't working a full schedule. Yeah. Right. Edge yeah. isn't working a full schedule. Imagine Daniel Bryan because he had concussion issues himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, maybe NXT or maybe it was a situation where on the main roster, they're like, I don't know if we can give you the lighter schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there seems to be a lot of ingredients in play there. He gets released. NXT, well, I mean, he, he wrestles. If he's cleared, he only has to wrestle occasionally. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, he's not going to be on the road even 150 days a year. Yeah, right. Yeah. So maybe just in terms of, of, of his health, his well-being, uh, adding some longevity to his career, if he wanted to wrestle again, NXT was the better fit. I just don't know. I mean, all that we could do be, is speculate. Yeah. Last we heard from yeah. him, he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get cleared. Yeah. And we have to take Joe at his word on that, you know? Yeah, sure. And, you know, the last time he talked about it, he seemed very enthusiastic that it was a possibility, you know? I mean, he didn't say for sure. So it'll be interesting to see if any of this comes to light. Um, but it is very exciting because I really doubt you have to think that Cross putting him in his submission, yeah. th- that's going to be a match. Like, you know, I mean, what do you, is Joe going to take that title off cross? Is that going to be the thing? It's entirely possible. I mean, once Bronson Reed lost the North American title, I, I thought, poof, gone. He teleported yeah, right. out. Yeah. He was on the show. He's got a match with Adam Cole coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're, 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 and maybe, you know, maybe there's a chance that neither Reed nor uh, 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 cross end up getting called up anyways. Yeah, you that's know? true. That's still yeah. a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I would think now that Reed dropped that belt, it's highly likely. Mm-hmm. And they're just putting him in a program with Adam Cole, uh, just give him something to do until post. Well, now if the draft's delayed till October, that's another thing too. You know, that could that could be the thing if if that is true. If that report from uh, uh, Matt Men podcast from Andrew Zarian is actually yeah. true. Yeah. And the plan was, again, we're just piecing all this stuff together because it's fun, not because we know anything. Yeah. No, but if, anything. if the plan was, hey, let's get these guys on main event. We're about to call them up. We got this draft coming up right after SummerSlam. So let's get started. Let's get started on this. And they like they did the main event thing. They're like, OK, let's drop the titles because we're going to draft them soon. Let's get them working here. And then they're like, hey, by the way, the draft it's going to be like a month later. So they're going to stay there. Well, they already dropped the titles. We didn't even get a build for, well, Reed did anyways. We didn't even get yeah. a build for this guy. Yeah. Uh, it didn't matter. You do what you figured out. All right. Adam yeah. Cole's going to beat him then. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's kind of the thing that if, if, if Bronson reads in a situation where he lost his title, it's like a case of, uh, it's like a, he, uh, his, he's got like a lame duck tenure at NXT now where he's out the door at some point. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really give him another push because he's going to be out the door. Yeah. But you don't really want to job him out all the time either. Yeah, that's why you got to do guys like Cole. Uh, I mean, did he ever have his one-on-one with Santos Escobar? No, because Santos mentioned that. He mentioned that, right? Yeah. yeah, he just got pounced uh, during the, the big tag match. 
he got put through the barricade, and then mm-hmm. the other time was like during a promo, I think, right? Something like that. Something like that. Or they're a ringside for a different match. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, maybe he'll get, maybe he'll get that against Santos because they have history. But you know, Santos seems to be moving on to to hit row. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, it's last night's NXT was fine. Uh, yeah, it was all right. You know, it kind of felt like a middle of the road. I mean, it was good for yeah. wrestling program, but for NXT, it just kind of felt like it was all right. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a little bit. It was, it was a little bit of, of besides the main event bit with Joe. It was a bit of spinning wheels. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, so we'll just dive into it. Uh, it started off with uh, Amber Moon versus Dakota Kai. So they did. They kayfabed uh, Shotzi's contract being yeah. selected is that what they said by yeah, SmackDown? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparable to like in baseball, you know, where the 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 major league club calls up a player, they have some terminology for it, like the contract is selected or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like you know, just do that if if that's yeah, going to be the it. thing. Mention it. You know, I don't, if people are going to leave, I mean that's why it's hard. I can understand. Why NXT, I don't think, is ever really going to hit more than a certain ceiling of viewership because it's difficult to get emotionally invested in a promotion where your favorite guys can just. I mean, you've likened it often to, you know, getting involved in a triple A team in a, in a or baseball any baseball team. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a uh, fan baseball of the team, team, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. You can follow players you like to, you know, the major league club and whatnot. But, you know, for example, Sacramento, we have uh, uh, the San Francisco Giants triple A affiliate here. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was the A's. Yeah, I'm a huge A's fan. You know, have been for a number of years. So when I was going to River Cats games, I was like, okay, these are players I'm going to see mm-hmm. at some point on on the A's, and that's cool. It's exciting because it's you know continuity for me as a fan of of that particular team. Now that it's a Giants affiliate, mm-hmm. like I'm not a Giants fan. I don't watch Giants games. So like a lot of these players, I'm going to see barely. Yeah, right. You know, if I don't go to the games, you know, so yeah. just got to say, okay, I like baseball. I like Sacramento. Yeah. I'm going to go support my hometown team. I mean, similarly, it's like, I like good wrestling. I like good storytelling. I'm going to check out NXT. But the thing about wrestling is that if you really want to get people invested, it's about the characters, you know? And if the idea is these characters can disappear at any moment and and then you don't even really get to follow a through line when they get to main roster. So they're like the same person. At least in baseball, you get that. Yeah. Right. Someone's going to call up to the the major league club and they change their name Mm -hmm. or they start batting left-handed instead of right-handed. You know, that just doesn't happen. (laughs) 
you continually see yeah. their development on the major league <laughs> roster yeah. as the same person. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that doesn't happen in wrestling. Right. So uh, this is a really fun match. These are honestly two of my favorite wrestlers in NXT uh, just because they're so damn good. Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. There was a great Rana spot from the top. Uh, in the end, Dakota Kai wins clean with like a draped uh, go to kick uh, yeah. like over the top rope. She gets that win. The more intriguing stuff really happened after the match, though. Oh, I thought Dakota Kai was so good this bit. So good. And I'm telling you, this is where it's going, man. So the lights go down, uh, and uh, Zia Lee shows up. Or Zia Lee. Zia Lee? Zia Lee. Zia Lee Zia. shows Zia. up. She walks to the ring, and this is while Dakota Kai is still kind of like celebrating, right? Yeah. She does not even acknowledge Dakota Kai. Gets Walks in Raquel's right face, challenges her. Raquel says, enjoy this moment because it's the closest you're ever going to get to it. And Dakota Kai looks so put out. So put out. put out. Pissed. 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 But not overly so. Like, oh, she's just, she's just steaming. She's stewing. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, 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 Lee leaves. And, uh, and, and Kai is just there. She's just sort of, just like you said, steaming. But Raquel doesn't really pick up on it because she's so... Jacked up in the moment yeah, from she's the stare down. Forgetting. Yeah, yeah, because Zia Lee is like, you're in the way of my destiny. Yeah. You know? Hey, my density. And, uh, yeah, it was just really, really well played. And, uh, and yeah, I like this stuff because they're really like, this was a clean win for Kai. So they're going to, like, baby face up this team a little bit, you know? I mean, Zia Lee, the bad guy, right? So, like... They're going to get them to that place where they're like, man, I really like this team. And it's not going to be so obvious that it's going to fall apart, but it's going to be, I'm telling you, this is their next champ of Gargano. It's, uh, but also another thing they're doing is, you know, for the longest time as a tag team, the, the template was Raquel gets in the ring, dominates, tags in Dakota. Yeah, she might get some offense in, but more often than not, she would give up the advantage. Mm-hmm. So seemingly, I'm guessing, based on her just beating Ember Moon clean, Dakota's going to start getting some wins mm-hmm. on her own, yeah. And this is and and, and she's going to be doing that, and yet it's still going to feel like she's overlooked because she's standing next to the champ. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, after that, we had from earlier in the day a Diamond Mine interview. Malcolm Bivens says, uh, "You know, you rebuild with the best fighters, the best coaches," which sort of confirmed. Uh, oh crap! What's his name? Suzuki. Suzuki, thank you. Um, and the best prospects. And he looks at Tyler Rust. So you, everybody has their role now. Uh, and he says, uh, when you leave, you become, when you leave our camp, you're, you come out the absolute best. We're about the best competition. So it's open challenge time. And then Bob Fish just shows up and says, challenge accepted. And uh, Bivin says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You get Tyler Rust tonight. And I'm kind of yeah. thinking to myself, well, Bob Fish is like, he's pretty decorated. Like, oh, they're going to feed him or they're going to feed Tyler Russ to him <laughs> so that they can have that Roderick Strong match. <laughs> no, man, because later on he gets the jobber entrance. And <laughs> you yeah. know how that goes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we get a, a Ikemen Juro video package. Of course, he's uh, in the, the breakout tournament. First round match against Duke Hudson. It's kind of a get to know you thing. Yeah, this is really good. Um, it is really good. I love the jackets, man. The jackets Those are, are so great. Cool. His charisma is off the charts. He says, Ickman means handsome. He says, but just because of my good looks, don't let that fool you. I'm still going to kick your ass. Uh, he and points out. This, uh, and then it says, but. 
in the uh, yeah, right in the, 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 the titles. Show the word ass on USA. Apparently, uh, he says he was trained by Tajiri and Muda. Uh, talks a bit more about uh, you know the, the himself and uh, and what he's going to do to Duke Hudson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a fun match too. Uh, then we had a Cameron Grimes L.A. Knight vignette. So L.A. Knight's at his house. Uh, he's complaining that Cameron Grimes is late. Grimes shows up. Uh, Knight tells him it's not good form to be late on your first day. And Grimes says, well, hey, at least I showed up. Before I had all my money, I, I had my word. I said I was going to be your butler. I'm your butler. I'm here. So Knight says, you look like trash. Meet me out back. We're going to clean you up a little bit so you can look the part. And so uh, there's a barber there. Trims his beard, trims his hair, puts him in the typical butler garb, mm-hmm. and and uh, Knight holds up a mirror for Grimes, and the expectation is Grimes is gonna look at that and be like, "Ugh, this sucks, my butler." But instead, Grimes sees his reflection. He's like, "Oh man, I look good. Yeah, I look great." He did, by the way. He looked great. And then L.A. Knight says, "No, you look like a damn penguin. Time to get some work done." Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah, this is really good stuff. No matter what L.A. Knight does. Uh, uh, Grimes turns it into a positive. It's not getting under his skin. Which is exactly. what the whole exactly. point of it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Tyler Rust versus Jobby Fish. I'm sorry, Bobby Fish. Uh, yeah, Fish got the jobber entrance. Uh, Fish had a pretty good showing this match, but then Roderick Strong gets up on the apron and just stares at him. And instead yeah. of the ref doing something about that, uh, Fish sort of sends Tyler Rust out of the ring gets in Strong's face, and he's sort of looking behind him, looking behind him, and Rust doesn't show up. But then as soon as he looks the last time, he starts jawing at Strong. Rust gets back in, chop block, and it's a nasty head kick. Just a head kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the finish he was doing. He was doing the thing where you had him in the – it was kind of like uh, uh, L.A. Knight's finish, but it was just a little different. I wonder if that's the deal because it's kind of be. similar. Yeah. And it's yeah. I, I'm not a fan of either of those finishes. but uh, But, yeah, he gets that head kick in there. For three, and then they start to take on. They start to beat up Fish a little bit. Kushida makes the save, so mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get some tag team action with Kushida yeah. and Job. Yeah, they Fish. said it was already announced next week. Oh, okay, the there you go happened. then. Look at that. Uh, then we get Samoa Joe. He walks in on Karrion Cross training before the main event. Says, "Hey, got a couple ground rules for you before tonight's match. Protect yourself at all times. Obey my comp- commands at all times. Do you understand?" Cross ignores him. Just keeps on punching the heavy bag. Joe kicks it. Gets in Cross's face, says, do you understand? Cross says, after tonight's match, uh, Joe, you'll be the one who gets dealt with. And Joe just says, well, I'll take that as a yes. I wonder if this is pre-filmed. Like, were there any takes where Joe kicked the heavy bag and then got in his face and the heavy bag came in and, like, went back into Joe? I want to see some bloopers. Yeah. You want to see some bloopers? I want to see some bloopers. They should do that at the end during the end credits of NXT, which they don't have end credits. I want to see some bloopers. What if they did? Be great. They used to do that. Like remember those, like the 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 WWE VHS tapes, like the DX yeah. one was chock full of cool bloopers. Yeah, at the end, yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyways, earlier in the day, the way I show up at the uh, CWC, and uh, Beth Phoenix is lurking. She wants to know the inside scoop, the new rumors about Indy and Dexter Loomis Index. And Indy's like, you know, nothing happened. We just lost the tag titles. It really wasn't the right moment i feel like we both wanted something to happen but it wasn't the right time beth says you know sometimes you gotta just take a chance smash when the smashing's good is what she said uh then she started making some obscene noises with her mouth going 
I it's like that's that. just, why are you doing that? I understand your point, but she's like, must have fast forward past that part. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Clearly, you did. <laughs> uh, next, we had Gigi Dolan versus Saray. Uh, Gigi gets an interview, tells uh, Saray it's time to give NXT a taste of Gigi Dolan. Says uh, it's an honor to step in the ring with Saray. Uh, uh, like a third of the way through the match, when Mandy Rose just walks out, she just, just watches. comes out, just like hangs but, out. But her standing on the apron is enough of a distraction to allow Gigi to get some offense in. Uh, but then Saray ducks a clothesline, rolls up Gigi, transitions into like a death lock after Gigi kicks out. Uh, Saray releases that, hits some kicks, uh, but Dolan release, reverses a suplex into a roll-up, gets two, and then Dolan hits an STO. Saray matri- matrixes out of that pin, mm-hmm. um, hits a, a running drop kick, and then the basement drop kick against the ropes. Oh, it's Those a, are brutal. a thing of absolute brutal. beauty. Oh, I just I, I sit there and watch Saray matches because that's not the only thing. Like this match was actually pretty light compared to like her previous matches with everybody else, where she will just completely annihilate people. Yeah, I felt like she was just saving up for that drop kick into the ropes and then the finish. Oh man, that finish was brutal. Oh, the and and like you know she'll have somebody in submission, and she'll be like doing like cheering them on, and she's all happy and stuff. And then yeah. she just completely decapitates people. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, but yeah, Mandy Rose's entrance—it had all the, uh, all the verve, all the energy of Lex Luger wandering into the Mall of That's America. Exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was, right? Just you need a puffy shirt. She's kind of slightly confused. She's like, "Wait, what's all the yellow? I'm used to used to red with raw. There's real people here. There's, There's real, real people, people here. On raw. Yeah. She's like, "Where's all the screen people? Yeah, we'll see what Mandy does." Yeah, Anyways, after that, we had Santos Escobar uh, facing the camera but talking to El uh, Legato behind him. And he was it's always awkward when they do that. He's like, he's talking about winners and losers. He talks about Bronson Reed. He gets to live happily ever after because he doesn't get to face me one-on-one. That's okay. I didn't want him. I just wanted the North American title. And Swerve has that. And then uh, Joaquin Wild runs down the championship cipher from last week. Says it was offensive. Said Swerve was offbeat. I can't dance to that. So I can't do my signature dance moves, my smooth moves to that. And then uh, Santo says uh, Loomis is a loser in love and in the ring. Not me. I'm always on the right side of history. And then we had a Duke Hudson video package. This is great. I'm in love with this guy. Really? Oh, yeah. This is nothing but man right here, dude. Duke Hudson, that name alone. Could impregnate women. Are you kidding me? It's great. It's, he, says, he starts off by saying, I'm not perfect. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because he's like, but I'm pretty close. And I'm like, ah, I see what you did there. I'd like to know what imperfections you have, Duke, because I can't see him. And then he basically says, I'm gonna, he says, look at me. Look, I'm 6'5". Look at my perfect pecs. And then I think he referred to his butt, too. Yeah. He says, I have the best backside. Yeah, he did. And then it says that, on the yes. screen, it says butt. And he says, all yeah. I got to do is punch Jiro in the face. I'm all in on Duke Hudson, man. He's great. Man, speaking of that that uppercut, that looked flush. <laughs> Crap, that was fantastic. That flush. It really did. I, thought, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Did he just knock him out? Yeah. That was rad. Woo. He's great. Woo. Uh, then we get Dexter Loomis versus Santos Escobar. <laughs> this match, was, especially the first half, is a lot of fun. So at one point, Lewis hits a, a Luthez press on Santos, ground to pound. And then Lewis does the thing where he's crawling towards him. 
Santos rolls out of the ring and tells uh, Mendoza and Wild, go get him. Go get him. So they, sur- they surround the ring. Yeah. But while that's all happening, Loomis crawls under the ring and then pulls Santos under with him. <laughs> and the Wild Mendoza grabs him by the arms and pulls him back out. And there's a little bit of tug of war for a bit. Eventually they do. And then Loomis crawls out and stares at him. Was Loomis, did they hide Loomis from the people that came to the performance center? How do you not take one look at Loomis and be like, oh, this is the guy? He has got everything I would think that they'd want to make. I mean, they'd probably totally butcher him and turn him into a completely different person. But, like, one look at that guy, and you got to think to yourself, man, this guy's got everything. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the character aspect that's probably holding him back. Yeah, but that never holds Vince back from just going on looks. You know, I mean, that is kind of why I mentioned it, because I don't know. I have I have no idea how NXT has managed to keep him as relevant. I mean, the the indie stuff, obviously, is the thing. And I really like that. They haven't tried to do too much with Dexter. I guess that's the thing. Yeah. But and I don't know. I, I mean, you take one look at him. And if you're a guy who has who does not care at all about keeping continuity between NXT and main roster, and that's Vince McMahon. How do you not look at this guy and be like, oh, he's coming with me right now? He has his know. look is really fantastic. Yeah, it is really good. It is really good. Uh, anyways, to finish this, um, saw uh, uh, Lewis. He's starting to come back. He hits an Uranagi. He's looking for silence. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joaquin Wilde distracts the ref so Raul Mendoza can pull Santos out of the ring. And so the ref is dealing with Raul and Santos ringside. Uh, Wilde grabs Lewis's arm. Yanks him into the ring post. Back of the ring, Santos hits a phantom driver to get the win. Uh, Legato makes their way up the ramp. They're met there by Hit Row. Hit they start Row. Talking trash back and forth. Yeah, and then it just sort of fizzles out. Yeah. Uh, after that, oh boy, we got a cool Kyle sit down interview. Hey man, he made it seem like uh, he he needs that killer instinct back. He might get killer Kyle after this all. This guy's a mess, dude. He's a mess. I'm off that train, dude. Uh, so he's asked, how does losing to Cole affect you? And he says, losing is a part of life. He says, I look back at that footage, and I don't even know who too, I am. There's no killer instinct say, there. Too bad he doesn't say anything like, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't believe in wins and losses. I yeah. believe in wins and learns. I believe in wins and learns. He's like, uh, I, saw, I said I sold my soul to the Undisputed Era, and now I don't even know if I need it back. I won titles without it. We're going to fight again. Could be in the street or the ring. He says, I'm not going to be the guy who can just beat Adam Cole. I'm going to be the guy who's going to finish Adam Cole. Eh-eh. I don't see that happening, cool Kyle. Yeah, I don't you know. nerd. Well, like the whole idea is like, okay, being cool Kyle isn't going to get me wins. I have to be killer Kyle. Yeah, but it's like, it's bro. Kind of like against the whole idea of why he left the dispute air in the you first place. Left you left because you didn't like being a dick. And now you think you're like, oh, apparently I do need to be a dick to get anywhere in life. Yeah. Which is actually pretty true. Like, you do have to be kind of a jerk to get anywhere in life. But, you know, this is wrestling. I thought he was going to be cool. But he, I think he just realized, man, this gimmick, I just come off as some lamer. Like, I'm, you know, probably 30-some-odd years old, and I come off like the dorkiest guy because I just look like I exploded in a Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. It's not working, dude. Nope. Nope. Uh, we get another Grimes, Butler, Vignette. So uh, they're walking out in a field, and then Knight tells Grimes, hey, walk a couple steps behind me. You're my butler. <laughs> Call me Mr. Knight. Call me sir. Mm-hmm. Your first task is to mow this enormous lawn. It's a huge <laughs> it's patch a of grass. It's a huge, huge lawn, yeah. And then just in the middle of this, is this patch of grass is a riding 
mower. It's like a tractor, tractor mower. It's basically. huge. Yeah, it's, it's massive. pretty massive. It's not. It's not like a little John Deere thing. It's a pretty massive contraption. Yeah. And then Grimes is like, "Oh, you think this is a huge lawn? I'm just going to ride this. I should be done in no time." Um, and the knight says, "No, you're not mowing with that. You're mowing with this." And it's a little push mower. I didn't even know they this. made these anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah, they do. Why? Some people might like using push mowers. What? They're terrible. I've never used one, actually. Neither uh, have I, but they look awful. I only uh, used a regular one. And then Grimes, or sorry, Knight says, you need to use this because I like details. I like attention to the details. So you have to get in there with a little push mower and, 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 and whatnot. And Grimes says, well, that shouldn't be a problem. My grandma used to chase me through the lawn with one of these all the time. And so, again, Knight's trying to get under his skin. And Grimes is like, yeah, cool. I'll roll with it. And the Knight tells him, you got to be done before I get back. And Grimes says, no problem, sir. Uh, we go to commercial. We come uh, back. During the commercial break, uh, Indy Hartwell is picking Loomis off the apron. He's trying to carry him backstage like we saw mm -hmm. uh, the other week. But instead, she kind of falls over. And, and she's kind of hovering over him. Maybe they're about to kiss. And then Candace runs out and breaks it all up. Yeah. I'm looking this up right now. Push mower but, versus a re is it a called is it a real mower? Is that what it is? Maybe. I don't know, man. Apparently it's better for the environment. That makes sense. Yeah, because there's no emissions. Um there's no gasoline yeah, that or makes energy. Sense. That expended. makes sense. Still. I always thought those things were just like meant for the nineteen fifties before they had combustible engines. Uh after that we had Duke Hudson versus Handsome Jiro. Jiro's theme is maybe like one of my new favorite themes. Mm. It's so good. It got me so jazzed. And his Tron has his name and then like little Jiro emotes that pop up. It's like when somebody has a Twitch stream and they have all those emotes show up on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's pretty great. Uh, so towards the end of this, Jiro springboards right into a belly to belly. Uh, Hudson hit some shots, and then an uppercut. It looked like it connected just flush. This was beautiful. I this thought Jiro was, was knocked out. This was absolutely beautiful. It was so flawless. Yeah, it was great. I said he kicks out at one, so I guess he's fine. Yeah, that kind of bummed me out. I was like, because I know uh, uh, Duke took a little time. He preened a little bit, but then he, and then he went for the pin. But I'm like, mm -hmm. how that needs to be his finish. I know. That looked legit. So anyways, uh, Duke looks for a razor's edge. Jiro reverses that into a Rana. That gets him a two count. Uh, Jiro follows with the blockbuster, and Hudson rolls out of the ring, and then Jiro hits a sliding drop kick, moonsault. Uh, back in the ring, Jiro hits that cool... I've seen him do this on a clip from 205 where he does the head scissors off the rope. That's mm -hmm. great. Uh, ends up running into a boss man slam, though, allowing uh, Duke Hudson to get the pin. This is not like everybody does a boss man slam these days. I know. It's a very like, popular move like, these days. I like the actual uppercut as his finisher. <laughs> yeah, that uh, uppercut was legit. The shoot uppercut should be his finisher. Wow. You know, it's like, hey, wow. here's the thing. You're fighting Duke. He's going to go over with actually punching you in the face with a Except great uppercut. I feel uppercut. like, you know, since to, to carry on with kind of the old-timey vibe that he has, <laughs> he should come out there like this. Fisticuffs. Old-school exactly. fisticuffs? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah, he does have kind of an old-timey feel. He um, needs to put up his what, Steve? His uh, his, his Dukes. <laughs> he got got to put up my Hudsons. <laughs> it's like he's got a perfect opportunity here, and he's like, "No, I'm going to put up my Hudsons." I don't yeah. have an, I, my Australian accent is terrible. One thing that's pretty cool about this match too is that uh, Wade Barrett was like, "Oh, Duke Hudson, he's a young Wade Barrett." 
Yeah, I know, he gets right? Wade Barrett's old finish. He puts that over. So, uh, in your estimation, what is his ceiling? Duke Hudson on main roster. I got to see more. Why are you hesitating right now? It's clearly universal. He's like he the guy was, who's going to unite the universal and WWE title. He already was on main roster. Remember that? Him and Shane Thorne On were a scale of one to ten, how sexy is he in your estimation? Uh, seven and a half. What? You're insane. Eight, it's at no. least 11. No. It was a trick he, question. It's 11. No, he means a handsome man, but wow, I got, I, it's a limited sample size, man. Shocking. You need to get your eyes fixed, man. Once well, you I mean, get that LASIK, once you get that LASIK, you'll be like, whoa. The whole world opened up to me. Duke Hudson, he's a 12. <laughs> What's How sexy is young Wade Barrett? Nexus Wade Barrett, how sexy is he? 1 to 10. 7.5. Okay, who's a 10? Oh, I don't know. I can't think of a name off the top of my head. <laughs> Pete Dunn, what's he? Oh, 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about Scott Steiner? Uh. <laughs> it's like a three, right? Yeah, four. He's probably four, he's probably got weird, gross things that we just can't tell. We can't see. Anyways, uh, Dunn and speaking of Pete, speaking of sexy Pete Dunn and sexy Oni Lorkin, they have an interview. Dunn says, "I don't care who wins tonight." <laughs> he said, "He said, ask Johnny Gargano who the baddest man around is, and ask Cross why he had no answers for me when I put him in my submission at Takeover." He says, I'm the best technician in NXT. And then the Thatcher just springs into action and says, well, which is it? The baddest man or the best technician? And then Dunn says, who's asking? And then Champ out of nowhere just attacks. So these guys yeah. have a stick up their ass for some reason. Yeah, now and now uh, uh, Pete Dunn and Oni Lurkin are going to be stuck in the tag division for a while. So this is good. Hip Hop Hippo says, uh, Steiner is a 10, but only if you don't like romance. He's a three if you do like romance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his, his score drastic goes down if you, if you like romance. <laughs> oh, man. After that, we had Casey, Kenton Zero, and Caden Carter. Can you please give these give them a tag name? Give them a team. The, the, the names are too much. They got matching gear. They're a team. They're a team. Give them a name. Give them a name. Anyways, uh, so uh, this, is, this story was pretty much all about the Robert Stone brand imploding. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, towards the end, Carter, Caden Carter tosses uh, Jesse Kamea out of the ring, hits mm -hmm. the lead with a super kick, tags in Casey. They hit their finish, which is great. Mm. Oh, my um, God, yeah. To get the W afterwards, uh, Stone helps up Aaliyah. She shoves him. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Shoves him again. Uh, and says She says, I've helped you more than you've helped me. Slaps him. And he kind of tumbles backwards into the corner. And then she beats the heck out of him, mm -hmm. punching him in the corner. Starts stomping on him, kicking him in the in the guts. She walks out, um, walk, and then uh, Frankie Bonet comes uh, out. She's chatting up Jesse a little bit, and they start making the way up the ramp. And then Stone kind of stumbles out of the ring and follows him up. And she and like while he's struggling to make his way up the ramp, he's like, "Just go, keep going, yeah, just go up." Yeah, so. yeah. He's like, you know, like doing this is exhausting. He's like, I'm fine taking a assistant manager role here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, after that, uh, let's see here. Backstage, Joe shows up. We sort of talked about this earlier. Joe shows up, goes into the Way's locker room, 
tells them all the rules like he did with Cross. And like you said, John, he's all about it. They're all, all about it. They're like, yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe. Try to butter him. It's like, you can hang out if you want. Have one of our new shirts. It's great. And then he's just like, ah, these guys are idiots. And he leaves. Dunn walks up to him and he shrugs. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the final Cameron Grimes Butler segment of the night. Cut to him. He's sitting poolside in a Speedo with his boots on. And L.A. Knight asks, what have you been doing? Where's your uniform? And why is there a kid back there mowing his lawn? <laughs> and Grimes says, I may be your butler, but I'm also a millionaire, and I know how to delegate. Uh, Knight tells him to stand up. I don't care how much money you have. When I ask you to do something, when I ask you to do something, I want you to do it. How great Grimes was it? Says, Knight was wearing his leather vest. <laughs> I know. Where was he going in that thing? The Wawa? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, and Grimes says, all right, misunderstanding. I understand now. And then another kid walks in. Uh, and, uh, and then Knight says, who's this? And Grimes says, what's your name? Noah. Or says, this is Noah. Um, and uh, tells Grimes, hey, all the laundry's been finished. And Grimes says, how much should I agree to pay you? Two, three, four, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And she's about to hand of the money. And L.A. Knight says, nope, you get nothing. Ah. I got no kids policy. And tells him to leave. So the kid kicks him in the shin. Oof. And, and leaves. And then so all the money spills out on, on the, the ground. And so Grimes has a rake that the kid walked in with <laughs> yeah. and offers to clean up the mess with the rake, and he's doing that in the process, knocks L.A. Knight into the pool, and Knight's like, oh, you did that on purpose. And Cameron Grimes says, oh, sir, I'll get you a towel. Are you okay, sir? I'll get you a towel. Ah, ah, L.A. Knight can't swim. Ah, five feet of water is too much for me. Wah. Uh, after that, Adam Cole Bebe makes his way down for his promo. Still hasn't gotten a better theme song, so we're stuck with this for now. Uh, He comes down and says, at the Great American Bash, I prove that I'm better than Kyle O'Reilly, and I'm the greatest in the history of this brand. He says, Kyle's win over me was a fluke, and guess what? It's unsanctioned, so it doesn't count, dummy. He said, "Uh, I heard his interview, and he said, oh, losing is what happens in life. He's like, yeah, if you're Kyle O'Reilly, it is, (laughs) which is a pretty sick burn. He says, I'd suggest you think twice about a rematch, Kyle. Because you're going to be embarrassed. He says, but enough about that. Let's talk about Samoa Joe, who snuck up behind me, put me in the clutch, who let Kyle O'Reilly keep me in the ankle lock. He says, you're nothing but an overpaid security guard in a suit. And I'd say face me man to man, but I know you won't. Because there's no man back there who will step up to me. And then Bronson Reed does, in fact, step up to him. He says, oh, you got to love the confidence. He says, you're a master manipulator of people who have something to lose. Well, I've got nothing to lose because I already lost. He says, so all eyes are on me, wondering what my next move's going to be. They consider you NXT's next golden boy, and uh, uh, Cole tries to sneak super kick him. Reed catches it, and then sort of wrecks Cole. Cole goes uh, running out, and as he goes up the ramp, Samoa Joe comes out to referee the main event. They have a stare down, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then the, I think it's a commercial or something. Yeah. Uh, we come back from commercial. Uh, Frankie Monet, Robert Stone Brand, walking backstage. Uh, cameraman interviews him. Uh, asked about Aaliyah. Frankie says, don't think we'll have to worry about her anymore. And they walk up to Mandy Rose. And Mandy says, looks like the brand is under new management. And everybody just kind of walks away. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, so it was announced next week, uh, Zia Lee gets a title match against Raquel Gonzalez. There's that tag match we mentioned earlier. And then what else is happening next week? Uh, it was a tag match. It's Kushida and Bob Fish versus Diamond Mine. Yes, correct, yeah. Uh, and then we had our main event. Uh, John Gargano versus Karrion Cross. 
I mean, he pretty much dominates from the get-go. There's that spot where he almost breaks him in half over the announce desk. That was rough looking. That looked like that sucked. Fightful Select was able to confirm that Johnny was okay with that or from that. He didn't get injured or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, Johnny gets the Gargano escape on. Cross even gets out of that pretty easily. On the outside, he goes to slam Johnny with some steel steps. Joe interferes with that, takes him away. Cross gets in his face. Joe's like, all you got to do is jump. All you got to do is jump. So Johnny comes to, attacks, hits one final beat on Cross, kicks out at two, super kick, but nope. Gets a forearm to the back of the head instead. Then he gives him three power bombs. Uh, and then a doomsday cyto suplex, mm. forearm to the back of the head, Cross wins. People immediately start leaving the, the Capitol Wrestling Center as Joe gets in. Uh, Joe does sort of the bear. He just sort of saunches over, grabs the title, slaps it on his, uh, he just sort of shoves it to him. Raises his hand very nonchalantly. Well, and kind of chucks it down. Chucks it down. And Cross is like, you know, give me more respect. You see John sort of quantum leap out of the ring. He sort of like rolls out, gets out of the way. Joe jaws at him. They sort of back up. And then Joe is about to get back into Cross's face. But Scarlet kind of gets in the way. She sort of gets between them. And Joe Mm -hmm. just sort of looks at Cross, looks at her. Is like, okay, so that's going to be your human shield, basically. He turns around. Cross grabs him, puts him in a chokehold, gets him to the ground, and chokes him out until Joe passes out. Mm-hmm. And it was a very violent maneuver. So, like, clear, unless, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're not going to do this unless they're going to have a match. That match is going to happen. The only question yeah. is, I guess when? it's got to be a takeover. You'd think so. Yeah. I think so. It's not a month so. away. Yeah. Uh, want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. Right, let's answer some questions. We got a couple subs over here. Angel Uriel with sub twelve months. Thank you, thank you. And then where was the other one? Oh, makeshift. Mm. Oh, nine months. Thanks He's got so a baby. Much. Makeshift baby. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> this is makeshift baby. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gregory Faya. How happy would you be if Smojo took the title off Cross and that sent him to main roster? Send Smojo to main roster? I think he means Cross to main roster. Yeah. Um, I'd be very happy about that. I think that's true. I think Joe is the guy that should be the main dude in NXT. I just hope that wouldn't... I don't want to see them revert to Joe. Joe needs to have that respect for Regal still, you know? Like, he can leave the enforcer role, which is what would have to happen. But, you know, this can't be retreading the same ground, you know? Oh, uh, Paul Boy with the sub, too. Thank you so much. Uh, Rich is asking about uh, Cross being cleared, and yeah, it seems like that's going to be the case. You mean Joe? Uh, Joe, I'm sorry, Joe, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Cross is cleared. Uh, Dog authority figure. Who would make a better butler, Grimes or Chuck Taylor? I'd rather have a butler who's in it, like who's like into it, and Grimes seems to be really into it. You know what? Exactly. Look, I, uh, you're my butler. If you want to spend your own money to delegate to a kid do it that's fine i've got no problem with that chuck taylor seemed like a crappy butler yeah. they never did do any vignettes with him as butler did yeah, they we never saw him actually do any any butler stuff miro just sort of talked about it a little bit yeah he, he seemed to butler, like chuck butler taylor. suit a couple times yeah uh uncle scar 87 with the sub two jorge d asks so we know duke hudson is closest to perfection but how mm-hmm. can we make him perfect Maybe a tag team partner. He didn't say what perfect, what's keeping him from perfection. 
Yes. So like or Hades suggesting yeah. a tag team partner. Um, no, like maybe like a Scarlet type valet, mm. you know. So then you see the whole, you know, you see all the sexiness there. That's a possibility. Maybe like a better theme song. I don't know. I don't know what he needs to work on. Yeah. Better Again, car. I don't know. Need more time. Yeah. Uh, Adrian C says Duke Hudson's presentation gives me Rob Conway vibes down to the theme song and everything. Well, I don't know if that's a is that a compliment? Is that coming from Rob Conway guy? Because then it's a huge compliment. That's true. Uh, Moses opposes says asks which is worse, Christian Cage? I believe in wins and learns. Or Kyle O'Reilly losing is what we do. Well, there's nothing to indicate that there's anything positive about Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. We lose. Whereas Christian, as, as as much as I'm not a big Christian fan, at least you're getting something from losing. Exactly. Kyle's not learning it. He's just like, yeah. well, I lost. I might as well go back to my bad ways. Yeah, defeat offers an opportunity to learn how to improve to win next time. Right. It's like, Kyle, That's a you're, philosophy. you're on the yeah. right path. It's not revert to being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Nguyen gifted a ton of subs. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll shout out the subs, uh, and, and he'll get his hot, fresh rumor when we're done with the actual podcast. But Jeff, f- figure out who, what voice you want to get that rumor. Do you yes. want Austin Taker, Wrestling Channel News, L.A. Knight, oh. or what was the other voice that I said? It was oh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart, Bret Hart, yes. Zondo here with the sub as well. 16 months. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zondo. Uh, E-Dub, Steve, I saw your five reasons raw viewership is down. Video is the best scenario to boost up ratings is to do a legit NXT invasion during Money in the Bank uh, 20 years later after the original invasion. As long as you do it better than the invasion invasion, then that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I don't I, I think that, you know, there's just, it's it's there's all sorts of cool stuff they can do that they just sort of never do. But that's just sort of par for the course. Yeah. You know, over the past 20 years, there's one I was just doing a little bit of research. Over the past 20 years, there's only been four years in 20 that the ratings have gone up year over year mm. as opposed to down. I guess it's all during the attitude era. Um, no, no, this is in the past 20 years. So kind of like 2000. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, from yeah. 2000, 2001, they tanked big time. Yeah. 2001 yeah. was a terrible year. So from 2002 to current, there's only been four years. It was, I think, like 05, 06, 08, and 13, I think. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was kind of all over the map. It's interesting. Uh, night by night, what NXT superstar would you be most interested in taking with you on a road trip to the Grand Canyon? Are there any hmm. NXT superstars from the state of Arizona? Because they might know a thing or two special places to go. Mm-hmm. You know, when visiting the Grand Canyon. I mean, you know, a, a, a road trip with uh, with Steve here and, and Duke Hudson sounds like something that needs to happen at this point. <laughs> I think that sounds amazing. The antics we'll get into. Hey, Duke, let's go stop off at this bar, this seedy looking bar. Let's get into some trouble. Sounds like that sounds like something. Uh Organ Grinder asks, what is the math on Samoa Joe specifically? I'm curious to know what you'd give him for promo ability. We're not going to do the full going and raw math thing on Samoa Joe. We'll save that for Numbers Don't Whoa. Lie. That's exclusive to Numbers Don't Lie premiering but, tomorrow. Real quick, what would you give Samoa Joe for his promo ability? Samoa Joe, 
there's two people who I would actually break the promo scale for. It's Joe and Paul Heyman, and they both get 11s. I would literally, I would be like, hey, we got to do this for Joe and Paul Heyman. I don't know if there's anybody else. Maybe, not even Punk. Not even Punk. Joe is so good on the mic. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. He's so good. Not even Savage. Not even Randy. Not even Macho Man. Not even Austin or The Rock. Ooh, maybe Austin or The Rock. Maybe the gravity toss that Joe has. Oh, it's 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 is unmatched. He's yeah. basically like a movie, like a character from a movie out there. Yeah, you know, just watch that bit with with the uh, with Heyman. Oh, yeah. Oh, just watch that, dude. It's something out Masterful. of like yeah. It's not like a good movie too, not like a shit yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Not like a WB Films production, like a good movie. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Zondo. So most people think we are we are getting a Cross versus Joe somewhere based on how things have gone on NXT lately. Uh, one of one of them could be Quanning leaping to Maine next week to be on a tag team. I mean, that's entirely possible. But well, that's always a possibility. Um, I don't know, man. I wonder if uh, you would think that after what Joe went through on main roster, he'd be like. I'm good. Like maybe in the contract with Triple H, it was like, um, we need to write in there that I'm only NXT, not Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Spark, Rick Sparks. When is Cross going to get called up? Do you think he drops the title next takeover? Who, who to, if so, how do you book him debuting after Survivor Series? After Survivor Series? Um, yeah, Joe takes the belt off him at takeover. I guess the one on uh, SummerSlam weekend. It's about a month from now. Yeah. Uh, Cross teleports. They start running kind of similar vignettes that they had on NXT before he showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, the clock, TikTok stuff. TikTok, yeah. Those, those are well done. Heck, those are run really the well same done. ones. Yeah. They're really well done. Run, this, run the exact same ones, yeah. The same exact ones. We'll make fun of it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, find a way. <laughs> and they forget that in one of them, of... he's like, the year 2019 has never felt so invincible. <laughs> or some um, shit like that. Or they just have a dub over in the year <laughs> yeah. 2021. Yeah. This is the year um, 2021. Just find some sort of impactful debut, you know? It's not a PowerPoint presentation, not some announcement from whomever. Just yeah. make it impactful. Yeah. Um, he he should yeah. Drew McIntyre or something like that, you know? Yeah. He attacks. Uh, how about this? Gender, uh, Drew during this whole motorcycle toy commercial feud takes mm-hmm. out like veer like takes him out takes him out like he's gone yeah cross replaces veer as genders heavy as his heater all right doesn't talk <laughs> he just stands there <laughs> that's perfect for cross oh my goodness yeah that's what you do uh, Uncle Scar says, I'm hoping they fire Cross for attacking an official and vacate the title, then have a McMahon swoop in and take him to Maine. I can't think of a lamer way to, to get, to get like, no match. <laughs> just, I know. just somebody, you know, it's like he received some paperwork. Hey, HR called. You're, you got fired. You're fired. And now you have to go to Maine roster with a big raise. 
Uh, Shane's birthday tweet since Aaliyah is on her way to main roster. Who do you see her being paired with or doing on Raw or SmackDown? Wouldn't it be crazy if like you have Tegan Knox and you have Shotzi and like the person they push for a big singles run is Aaliyah? Maybe they'll do something like this. This is just speculating. What if to maybe further the Eva Marie dewdrop thing, mm. Eva Marie brings in Aaliyah as well mm-hmm. to be part of the evolution. That's cool. Who is this? I was literally about to say Tom Auditore in chat says uh, Carmella. You have her be Carmella's protege, but you don't do the same thing Eva Marie's doing with Dewdrop, obviously. Um, you, yeah, you have her be, because, uh, yeah, she's doing the whole, I'm the most beautiful woman in WWE or whatever. And I, I feel like Aaliyah sort of tread kind of that ground before. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster says, when Diamond Mine goes to main roster, who should they recruit? I think Diamond Mine is such a clean slate. It's going to be a long time. That needs yeah. to be a while. They need to be in NXT for like, I mean, that's a great way to extend Roderick Strong in NXT. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, with the first round of WWE cuts uh, being 90 days ago, does anyone mm-hmm. debut tonight or Sunday? Uh, so the possibility, I know the Iconics. Or Saturday, I guess, for, for Slammiversary. The Iconics, don't they have like visa issues or something? I think Some, so. something's going on with that. So maybe they're just putting that out there because they want to make their debut a surprise. Yeah, so who debuts? So we got Mojo, you got the Iconics, you got I mean, somebody's somebody's going gonna be an impact on Saturday. Somebody's gonna be an side. impact. That's happening. I'm not it's not gonna be Chelsea Green because I think she could wrestle yet. That's I what people that say, her, yeah. Her, I mean she had she had like a cast on on, on during her Ring of Honor appearance. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. I mean, does Ruby Riot? Ruby Soho. Oh yeah, that. is Ruby Ruby was part of that uh, part of was those she releases? part of the April cuts? I think so. I don't remember. Or she I I'm trying to remember the thumbnail. The June ones. I think she was part of the uh, the June ones, right? No, that could be. Let's see here. Um, you know, but you know the way the way you know we've been it's been reported and Chelsea talked about it how they're letting people out of their dope oh, yeah, right, early. Yeah. yeah, you know it could be someone who was just released recently. Yeah, June. Yeah, she was one of the June. But like you said, they seem to be kind of all over the map with uh, where they can go, what they can do. No competes. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. Anyways, uh, we're going to call it a day on that. Thanks, everybody. for. Oh, do we have an AEW uh, preview tonight? I didn't write. I mean, there is one. I just didn't write it down. Okay. Not a big deal. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. (laughs) AEW's on tonight. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Twitch chat. Stick around. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.